Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, we got Easy Money Sanders here. I got my boy Dupree with me. I'm one and only, always, always, man. What's going on, Sanders? What's going on? Hey, bro, trying to trying to survive this heat down here in the south, boy. <laughs> boy it's, it's been crazy down here. Gee, I'm talking about. Yeah, man. yeah, it's a little different. It's for sure for real. a little different. For yeah. real. Yeah, I was back in Atlanta for a couple of weeks and forgot about that humidity, man. It was a couple of times I, you know, worked out, came home, took a shower. You know, going back out, I'm like, golly. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. I just stepped outside. I mean, Man. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It's not, you got that. It's not humid up here. You know how yeah. It's not humid and stuff like that. I've been in Cleveland uh, the past couple of days. And, uh, you know, it, I know it's a lake, but Ocean Erie up there, that wind coming off of Ocean Erie, keep it cool up there in Cleveland. So I don't have to worry about too, too much heat, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, down here, bro, <clears throat> you already know what's going on. Then it don't help a couple of times. It, it might rain randomly, so then you like, mm-hmm. right, now it's really going to be humid that next day. And oh, yeah, you already know. Crazy. Yeah, you already know, man. You already know. Yeah, that, um, we've been uh, working with, Working with some stuff with the Browns, doing some uh, as you camp with the Browns and stuff like that, and okay. I didn't know, I didn't know that uh, the stadium was right off, was literally right off of the water, mm. it literally right off the water, and so the reason I call it Ocean Erie instead of Lake Erie is because anytime there are seagulls. Next to a body of water is ocean. I don't care what nobody say. It's ocean. <laughs> ocean Erie, man, is for real. That wind coming off of there, I, I see why. It's cold up here. I see and understand why. You see them Browns games, and it's snowing like crazy. That wind off them, it ain't no joke. That's for real. That's a that's a that's an ocean, man. That's a mini ocean. Man, no late. You got seagulls flying around above the stadium and stuff. Looking for food. It's crazy up there. Jeez. Man. <clears throat> yeah. This is weather something else, bro. But, man, we're going to get right into it. Obviously, you know, the playoffs is, is going on. Uh, currently, right now, man, the semis, the semis has been crazy so far. And uh, we already got one team that then punched their ticket to the Western Conference Finals. And um, that is out west. Uh, the two seed uh, Phoenix Suns coming with the sweep, the sweep, big sweep. We got the brooms, man. Bring them out. I'm talking about they beating them on the court and in the stands. Oh Lord, we man, Sanders, <laughs> we now get into that boy. <laughs> that video is up. It's so many. It's so many things wrong with that video. Yo, man. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't know the video that Sanders is referring to, all you gotta do is go on Twitter, go on Instagram. You could probably go on YouTube and just type oh, in Suns and Four. That's all you gotta type in. If you type in oh, Suns and Four, 
you you'll see what we're talking about. It's you know, make no you know, make no sense, boy. That still don't make no sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, okay. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, man, the Phoenix Suns got it done, man. They took care of business, got 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 rid of Denver, man, four games and uh, I mean, man, somewhere in, in, in dominant fashion too, because uh I know we on the last episode, you know, we were we you know we were going through talking about the semis and we were giving our predictions. And uh, you know, we both chose Phoenix just because we we figured uh Denver not having Jamal Murray was finally gonna catch up to them at, at least by the semis. And um it just really showed. But I thought I thought maybe that you know Jokic and, and Porter and some of those guys could have could have messed around and got one and could at least had a five. Maybe even tried to push it to six just because you know Denver's just one of those teams when they own they own two but man just uh I guess there's really not enough firepower really just to, to keep up with Phoenix and and I mean the point God, Chris Paul, man, CP three was just him, Devin Booker, uh Aiden. I mean, those guys, man, they was just they was just on the terror, man. It seemed like every game they all was doing what they had to do and, and taking care of business, no matter how many points. Uh, and rebounds and assists that Jokic was putting up, man, it just wasn't enough. Uh, so, what's your initial thoughts on on this series and how it went, and you know, just how impressed you were by Phoenix to to really get the sweep? Because, like I said, I don't think nobody saw the sweep coming um, initially. Of course, by the time it got to to three zero, it was like, all right, it's probably gonna happen. But uh, just your thoughts on how this, this whole series went between Denver and Phoenix. Definitely surprised. Definitely surprised. Uh, my first initial reaction is I hate that Jamal Murray had to miss this series. Um, I think that Phoenix would have still won the series even if Jamal Murray was playing just out the strength of how well Phoenix had been playing, how they finished off that first round series with the Lakers and then, you know, coming in and playing those, uh, how well they played this series. But Jamal Murray, Denver, sorely, sorely missed Jamal Murray. But in spite of all of that, the Phoenix Suns are for real. I believe I said it on the last podcast, but the the Suns are for real. That is not a facade. This is not this this is not a uh oh yeah, well they look good against, you know, mediocre competition and this, that, and the third. No. The Suns have a legitimate chance to get out of the West, regardless if they play the Clippers or the Jazz. They are alive to get out of the West. I picked Phoenix because of Chris Paul. And all he did was prove me right. Chris Paul, like you call you call him the point god. Chris Paul is I don't even know how to describe him, dude. He just makes everything work. He just makes everything work. 
the offense flows when he needs it. He he's averaged around 18 points a game this season. And when his team needed him to do a little bit more, he went out and scored 37 points to close the series on the road. Getting guys involved, Bridges, Cam Johnson, D Book, uh Aiton. He's given the confidence of Aiton. Aiton, Jokic did whatever he wanted against Nurkic. Whatever he wanted to do against Houston Nurkic. Which joke uh the Joker, he's the MVP for a reason. He's a tough cover. But DeAndre Aiton went back and forth with the man. Back and forth. Didn't back down. And I think a part of that confidence is Chris Paul letting him know, hey man, you can stick with this guy. You can play with him. Don't lose your confidence. Be who you are. Be who. Chris Paul has made all the difference. And we talked about we talked about in the last episode how he was, you know, went to Oklahoma City and Oklahoma City wasn't looking like they were going to do much of anything and turned around and they were a fifth seed in the West. Then he leaves Oklahoma City, ends up in Phoenix, and now they're a two seed going to the Western Conference Finals. And the only reason that if they, let's say they were to play the Jazz, the only reason why I would give the Jazz the, the advantage is because they're, they have home court advantage. If, they were, if Phoenix had home court advantage, if they don't play in the Clippers and they have home court advantage, I don't know if the Clippers are beating them. Now with home court advantage playing four games in Phoenix, that's going to be tough to beat them in Phoenix, in that arena. So I was surprised that Denver uh, got swept. I did not like the flagrant two. I did not like the Joker getting ejected in game four. I did not like that at all. I didn't think that warranted a flagrant two. But it happened. They lost. And uh, the Suns are four wins away, man, from making it to the finals. Chris Paul can end up in his first finals appearance, man. It's, it's a. I mean, I, Phoenix is for real. That's that's the best way I can put it. Phoenix is for real. Nah, definitely. I mean, it's point blank. Period. When you just break it down, bro, just Chris Paul. The one word I can think of is just is impact, bro. Just the impact that he leaves wherever he is. I mean, ever since he stepped foot in the NBA. Uh, you know, leading uh, leading the then you know New Orleans Hornets to uh, what they were beforehand, and how he got them in playoff contention. Uh, uh, one of the always top four or five teams out in the West. Uh, but you know, during that time, it was it was hard to get out of. The, I mean, it's always been hard to get out of the West, but during that time, <laughs> it really was hard because you had to deal with Tim Duncan and the Spurs, and then there was there was Kobe and the Lakers, and. and you know, Dirk and the Mavs, and it's just, you know, <laughs> all kind of things he had to deal with there. And then, you know, he ends up, you know, end up going in to the Clippers, obviously made them better, led them as far as they've probably ever been, I mean, up until now, you know, and, and they still trying to get, you know, to a conference finals and everything like that, but made them a whole lot better. Um, and then, you said, the, 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 you know, 
team up with Harden in Houston. And I mean, they pretty much, if it wasn't for his hamstring, they might have really took out took out the Warriors maybe one of those years. I mean, you know, we never know now. It is, it's hard to say, but then getting traded to OKC and, you know, they pretty much didn't have any shot of making the playoffs. Like you said, get a fifth seed, take Houston all the way to seven. And then now he's here at Phoenix. They get a two seed and they're in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, it's just, it's the impact. It's just the fact that Chris Paul makes so many people around him better. And like you said, gives him the confidence, you know. And I'm, I'm going to just stick to this series. Just the fact that, like you said, with Aiden basically being able to go back and forth with Jokic to make that a push helped out a lot because no one else in the front court for Denver was doing anything. Aaron Gordon was like MIA for most of this series. And of course, Devin Booker and Chris Paul was just too much for the backcourt in Denver without any, any Jamal Murray. So the fact that they got Aiden to just basically make it a push matchup as best as he could, you know, with Jokic. I mean, like you said, he is the MVP for a reason. So he's going to get his. But the fact that, you know, he come back and he gets Aiden come back and get him a double-double while Jokic is doing it too, like I said, it pretty much just makes it a push. And if – Denver, which they wasn't, couldn't get anything out of their out of their backcourt, and Phoenix is that ultimately was the difference, man. And um, like like you said, Phoenix is for real. Like it won't be easy. Whoever comes out of this series between um the Clippers and the and the Jazz, man, they they better get ready because this this is a there is a tough team, a tough and young team that they are about to get ready and, and face up with, man. Who can who can run up and down? And put that ball in their hoop, man. And you know, right now they just they just on the road. I think you know, I think they've won what six straight ever since they were down two one in the series to to L A in the first in the first round, uh, or maybe seven straight actually. Yeah, seven straight after being down two one um, against uh, L A. So man, they they hadn't lost in a while. Man, they they rolling right now. They feeling real good, and now they get ready to get this rest. Um, man, that's crazy. That's gonna be that's gonna be crazy for Phoenix, man. I know it, it's it's probably going they're going wild out there on the West Coast for sure because they you know they haven't been this far probably since those those Steve Nash days, man, when he was back there in Phoenix hooping. Uh, so it's been it's been about a decade since they've been been in this in this type of conversation, man. So I know it's, Phoenix is feeling good out there. Um, but on the flip side for Denver, so what? Uh, what went wrong really for them? And then I guess well, what's the next steps for them, for them in the offseason? What what should they be looking forward to? Obviously getting Jamal Murray back healthy again is number one. But, um, you know, what else do they need to be, you know, look forward to um, this summer? Yeah, I think, I mean, the the biggest thing is what you said. You, you miss Jamal Murray. You miss Jamal Murray being in the lineup. Um, you miss his productivity, what he does for that squad, what he does for for Denver and that one-two punch with him and Jokic. Um, also, you know, Will Barton, he had been hurt. He had just got back and everything like that. So um, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think Denver has to make too many too many moves. You have a lot of, you have a lot of guards that can come in and play. Um, you have the Joker, who's the MVP. You get Jamal Murray back healthy. And then you have a rising star in Michael Porter Jr. who showed up and showed out early in the playoffs before 
he started dealing with his uh with his back like he had some lower back issues and things of that nature but he was sparking from three like it was nothing so i think with the emergence of him of my Porter jr along with the combination of you get will barton back you get jamal murray back and the joker i think denver will be fine i think denver will be fine um they could use somebody to spell for the Joker, use a, another another big man to come in and help spell for the Joker and things of that nature. Um, but I don't think Denver is too far off um, from really, really contending for a uh, for a championship. They got shooters. They got some defense. I think they just need maybe a, another guy to come in and spell for the Joker, and they'll be um, they'll be okay. Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, Great and great MVP we had this year with Joker, and uh, we'll, we'll see what what Denver has in store for us next season. Uh, but the rest of these series are still going on right now. They all knotted up at, at two apiece, man. So these next these next series here, everybody's trying to get two out of the next three. And um, the Clippers in, in Utah uh, tied it up at two apiece uh, last night. Clippers coming out with one eighteen one hundred four. Uh, victory over uh, Utah. Uh, Paul George finally looked like Paul George out there a little bit last night. Uh, I mean, didn't shoot it extremely well, but I mean, obviously very aggressive. Um, 31 points. Him and Kawhi Leonard combined both each 31 points each. Um, then you got Marcus. Is this is this Marcus or Marquise? Which one is this that's playing for the Clippers? It's Marcus. I believe it's Marcus. Yeah, I think it's Marcus. Yeah, Marcus Morris. Uh, 24 points as well. Um, so man, pretty much it was it was it was those three guys that that led the way uh, with the with the scoring punch, man. But look at it last night. Now you know both teams have both won at home, but respectively, gotten home court back and taking care of everything. Um, just as far as last night game go, um, the fact that you know Kawhi and PG was able both to get 31 points. Uh, just what was your, what's your thoughts right now on how this series is going? Um, we're shaping up to be right. Just right now, it's looking like this, this could definitely go seven um, for sure. Uh, before, I, before I toss it to you and just your initial thoughts, I'm going I'm to really start off. This is what frustrates me about the Clippers, right? <laughs> This was this this was frustrates me about the Clippers, bro. Like on paper, on paper, that that is the stuff that they supposed to be do- like. No disrespect, I'm, and this is no disrespect to the Utah Jazz, bro. But it's like honestly, like outside of Donovan Mitchell, what other type of cre- like consistent creator they have as a playmaker? I mean, you know, they got the shooters and everything, but like they can create off the dribble, make their own plays, you know. Do all of that. Who else do they have besides Donovan Mitchell? And the way that the Clippers are supposed to be, quote unquote, defensively, like this was so this was so frustrating for me, bro. They wait until they, they don't never come out and make the first, like, throw the first punch. They wait till they get hit and they down too old. They look like they they look like shit. Let's just be real. They look like shit. And then they come out the next two, three games, and now, you know, now they look like the team that everybody's saying that they're supposed to be coming out. Oh, West, bro, like, 
they they are they are probably the most frustrating team I ever seen, bro. Because like, oh, like I said, on paper, this is the stuff that they supposed to do. Like, you know, you you look up and you supposed to see that both Kawhi and PG got thirty plus points, and then they just need another score, and then they lock in defensively like they supposed to, and basically you just let. You let whoever, like, you let Donovan Mitchell get off and get his 35, 36. Uh, how many? He's going to go 37 last night. But you let him get his 30-plus, <clears throat> and then you try to take care of everybody else or at least make them make them work for it and and see what they're going to do. Let him get his and make them work for it and lock in defensively. Why does it take them so long to finally do this? <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing that bothers me with them, bro. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't get it either. I don't understand it. I don't understand why it takes them this long or why they, they, I don't know what it is, man. I, just, I don't know. I don't understand it either because in the first round, it looked like they were going to get swept and they ended up winning this seven. And now this, this series, it looked like it was headed in the wrong direction and, it, and they've tied it up. Now I think Utah is missing Mike Conley right now. They're missing him. But, I mean, like you said, on paper, the Clippers the Clippers should be winning this series on paper, just off of talent alone and the players that they have. This is the best three-point shooting team in the whole association. The Clippers were the best three-point shooting team in the association. Paul George... And Kawhi Leonard should be doing that every night. Every night. And Kawhi's been balling and doing this thing. But Paul George has really showed up until, like you said, these last couple games. He he had a couple of games um, in the first round. But those first two games in Utah, he was non-existent. I definitely see this going seven. I definitely see it going seven. But I'm not too sure that they can win on that floor. I don't know if they can win in Utah. Especially if Mike Conley can come back and he's healthy. That's going to be tough to win a game seven in Utah. The the Clippers. The, I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I don't understand it either. I don't, I don't get it. They make it hard on themselves. They make it very, very hard on themselves. And I'm not going to I'm going to say it right. You can't do that against Phoenix. You can't do that against Phoenix. Because Phoenix got a veteran. A couple veterans. But they got a veteran in the name of Chris Paul who ain't going for none of that. Go down 2-0 if you want to. And Devin Booker is about it too. Devin Booker is that deal too. They have... if. They need to. They, I think if they're gonna win this series, they gotta win Game Five. I think Game Five mm-hmm. is a must win mm-hmm. for them to win the series. They gotta win Game Five and close it out in six. Because for them to try to win a Game Seven in Utah, I, I I don't know. I I don't know the difference from this series and last series. They got Game Seven. It was it was at the crib. It was in Staples Center. This one you got to go on the road, and I don't I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna be able to beat beat Utah in Utah in Salt Lake City. That's gonna be tough. So 
this series definitely, like I said, I think this can go seven games. I think whoever wins game five is going to win in the series. Whoever wins tomorrow is going to win the series. Yeah. It, uh, they, yeah, they, they got to, man, it's just the Clippers got to learn how to just like, they, they can't always just be out here BSing. Like, they, they got to get it together here. Because if not, once again, we it seems like we having this talk uh, episode after episode with them. It's like, man, if this don't work out, they don't get far. If they don't make it to they don't make it to the conference finals at least. Like, we might be sitting up here talking about you know blowing this thing up. Like this didn't work. This was a fail. This might be worse than anything that the Live City era was trying to go through. At least they were building up to get to this point. These guys now should put them over that hump. And they're just not doing it, especially yeah. if they don't get out. Especially if they don't get out here, you know, throughout these semis, man. But I'm with you. Whoever, most likely, whoever wins game, whoever wins game five, is probably going to come out on top of this series. It's just, it's it's not. It's hard to really tell what what way this is really going to go. I, I know one thing for Utah though. Um, they definitely going to need more than eight points from Jordan Clarkson, especially if there's no Mike Conley right now. Um, yeah, I know he, he struggled. He struggled real bad last night. Three for twelve uh, from the field, two from eight from the three point line. So uh, he he definitely got to get it going, man, for sure. Um, as the sixth man of the year, he he got to provide that that oomph for them off that bench, man. You know, so he he got to get it back going. I mean, you know, Donovan Mitchell, he, he's gonna do his thing. Um, I mean, he didn't shoot it too well last night either, but he got to the free throw line. And I mean, he he did all you can ask for, man. Thirty-seven, five and five. I mean, you you can't be upset with that. But you know, the other guys definitely got to help him out out there for sure. But no, no telling how that that series is is gonna go. Um, one more thing before we switch over to the East. Um, so you, I'm not putting these words in your mouth, but basically what you're saying is if it's, if it's Utah and Phoenix. In the Western Conference Finals, is that a toss up, or you, or you kind of figure out who that, who that might, who might win and come out of the West? You asking me right now if if it's Utah Phoenix, I'm a roll with Phoenix. Okay. Well, what if it's the Clippers and you in Phoenix? If it's the Clippers, I. Because I don't know what we're gonna. What Clippers team we gonna get? Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying, what I'm saying man. man. Like, oh my god! You would think. You would think because th- this is the thing. You would think if if the Clippers play you play Phoenix, you would think that you gotta you gotta think either Ka- Ka- Kawhi. Let's just say Kawhi is going to end up on Devin. Booker and Paul George is going to be guarding Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Point Blake, period. That's what it's going to be. But once again, Devin Booker is not afraid of the moment, and Chris Paul is a veteran who's seen a lot, who's seen um, basically everything. And Chris, uh, Kawhi and Paul George should be able to get what they want to get, but you never know. They could they could be down two oh two and like I said if they're down two oh against Phoenix it's a wrap 
Yeah, that ain't a team to play around with, bro, and, and, so, and get down too low like that. So because of because of I don't know what we're gonna get from the Clippers, I would have to go with Utah. I mean, not Utah with Phoenix because I don't know what we're gonna get from them. Right. I don't know what we're gonna get from them. Who's gonna show up? Who's gonna show up? But like I said, it, we'll see. I think for. For Utah, it depends on if Mike Conley can come back and be healthy. I think that's mm-hmm. that's a big factor. He's got to be able to come back and be healthy. If not, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for them trying to trying to beat the Clippers. For sure, man. So out in the East, Eastern Conference, man. Uh, big game, big game from from the boys down there in the A. Man, the Hawks come back and tie the series at two apiece. They get a 103 100 win over the uh over the Sixers, tied up at two apiece. Um of course, man, Ice Trey, Trey Young leading the way. Uh Collins come back with a double double, Capella with a double double, double double. Uh man, Bodanovich, 22 points. Can't can't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, quite, I mean, a, a double-double there from MB, you know, 17 and 20. Um, uh, ben Simmons really almost, Mr. Rand almost got a triple-double, but uh, really, I mean, a very entertaining game, man. But now we, we got this thing tied up at two apiece, and, and it, I don't know. If I'm, if, if I'm Philly, I'm a little, I'm kind of a little worried, you know, because it, you know, trying to win this series, man. Especially what's going on out there with Milwaukee and, and, and uh, the Nets. You know, I know they might. I know they were looking to try to go ahead and get up three one and, and and try to end this series uh, in five. But man, bro, that, that squad, that young squad in Atlanta, bro, they not they not going away, bro. These guys are feisty for sure, man. How, how you how you looking at this series right now? If it's one thing, if it's one group of people, or however you want to phrase it, if it's one thing that knows how to raise my blood pressure, it is Atlanta sports teams. <laughs> standards, you do not understand the emotions. They ran through my head watching that game yesterday because I'm going to be completely honest with you. We probably should not have won that basketball game yesterday. The Hawks probably should not have won that basketball game yesterday. The way they played in that first half was, I'm talking god-awful, just terrible. Terrible defense. We couldn't hit any shots. They getting whatever they want. Dwight Howard. They make the how Dwight Howard like an all star. It's just like, oh, what is, what is going on? What are we doing? What are we doing? In the second half, they come out a halftime and they figure it out. They start playing better on defense. Act like they know how to play defense. Some guys start finding it, finding range, finding their stroke and everything like that with their shot and were able to put together some stops. 
Joel and B going cold definitely helped out with that. But what this does for Atlanta, I believe it gives Atlanta confidence to know that they can be down in the game and come back. Because game, I I believe it was game two. Game two, if I'm not mistaken, the Hawks were down and came back and tied the game up. And then Shake Milton happened. Yeah, that was game two. They came back, tied the game up, were in the game, and then Shake Milton happened, and that's what ended up being the determining factor in the basketball game. So for them to come back and finish the comeback and have a feeling of, okay, they – they know they didn't play their best game. They know they didn't shoot the ball well and still were able to find a way to win. Definitely gives should give the Hawks a boat of confidence. Now, if I'm Philly, I'm I'm hot. I'm hot. Because I feel like we should they should be if I'm Philly, I feel like I should be up three one. Yeah. Yeah. We you let a game slip. You let a game slip away, a game that you should have won, you let it slip away. And now you've given a team, a young Hawks team, confidence. Because now we're going into game five, and if I'm the Hawks, I'm saying, oh, I, we can win game five. We already shown we can win in Philly. Mm-hmm. We won game one in Philly. We shown we can win in Philly. So they have the confidence to be like, oh, yeah, we can go up to Philly and win a game and bring it back home, bring it back to Atlanta and try to close it out for game six. And obviously what's going on with Joel and B with his with his injury and everything like that, that, does, that doesn't help. But Philly went cold. They started playing hero ball. Everybody wants to take shots. They're not supposed to, they're not supposed to be taken, quote, unquote. Tobias Harris went cold. Seth Curry went cold. I, I can't even say the guy's name. Court, whatever, the guy that whoever who started for for Danny Green. Yeah, he, you know, you know, he was all over the place and everything like that as well. The Sixers should be a little worried. Should be a little worried because the, the, this is a, this is a young, confident team right now. Trey Young didn't shoot the ball well. He had 25 points, but he had 18 assists. Did not shoot the ball well at all. But got his teammates involved, got guys involved, and they were able to hit shots and get stops when they needed to. And if Joel Embiid is not healthy, if he is not healthy, this could get real dark for Philly real quick. Real dark real quick. So Philly has got to – they – They've got. I don't want to say that Game Five is a must-win for 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 Philly, but you blew a golden opportunity to put a team that, for the most part, looked like they were down and out. You you missed the golden opportunity to put them away, and now they have life, and now they have life. And you you don't you don't want to give a team like this who has shooters all over the place confidence. For sure, because de- definitely, bro, especially last night, 
there were times where like it, it seemed like MB was trying to like force the refs to like give him some foul calls and like jump shots. He definitely settled for a lot of jumpers. Um, well, he wasn't in the paint enough for me, um, for sure. And pretty much every everybody outside of everybody outside of probably maybe Tobias Harris had a was 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 terrible shooting the ball. And I guess maybe Seth, but you know, he only took ten shots. Um, but I don't know. But there was I mean it was times where he didn't even yeah, he definitely missed missed a lot of uh shots that he would normally make. Um but yeah, the do MB going four for twenty, I mean you you tell me without looking at the score, without looking at the score, you told me MB went four for twenty, I probably would have told you Philly lost it. So um that's that that's definitely not uh, a good recipe for success for them when he's struggling from the field. And like I said, him still dealing with this injury. Like I said, this is this this is I'm with you, bro. This is kind of scary right now for Philly. Uh, you know, this this team been trying to get it together here for years. They they get the one seed, Doc come over, get them boys a one seed, and you know, they looking like they could be a team that could uh, you know, be one of the teams come out of the East and compete with Brooklyn. Uh, but man, if they can't get out these semis here with Atlanta, that's that's gonna be scary for sure. And um, man, speaking of Brooklyn, right now, uh, I mean they're down by ten with with the Bucks. You know the real problem with this, of course, is there's there's no there's no Kyrie. Uh, James Harden is playing, but I mean he's pretty much like. I don't even know why he's out there right now. He only got three points. Um, I mean, Kevin Durant is doing the best that he can right now. But, but I will say this: as as Shannon Sharp has mentioned before, and as other other people have mentioned before, like on these other these networks, man, if if KD, if KD, if everybody's saying KD is the best player in the world, you know, now let's see what you do. There's, you pretty much there's no Kyrie. And pretty much James Harden is not out there on the court right now. It, it, the game is still intact. I mean, it's not it's not completely over. They're only down by eight. And it's still in the third quarter. But if Kyrie doesn't come back the rest of this series, and if James Harden, obviously he's not healthy. So if him being out there and just not being himself, can you see KD at least getting one? Uh, one one dub with this lineup that he has. I, I heard somebody say, man, this is probably one of the worst lineups he's probably been with had ever since he's been in the league. Probably when he was in Seattle, his like rookie year or something like that. <laughs> so can do you think KD can get one dub without Kyrie and really James Harden being a hundred percent? Or can you just see Milwaukee taking advantage of this, which, you know, it's not their fault, but you know, that that's 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 part of it when you go top heavy like this, how Brooklyn is, and if one of them gets hurt or two of them gets hurt, and you know, really kind of think about it, all those guys have had injury issues here. So, yeah. Yeah, what's, what it, you think, man? I mean, I heard. I mean, I heard it earlier. I didn't know that Shannon Sharp said said that. I saw that Stephen A. Smith said that KD is great enough a great enough player to get you one game 
because you believe that Milwaukee would win game six. So you never, you know, you would hope that Kyrie and or James Harden can be back for game seven. So KD, get get you one. Get us one. Uh, and um, I agree with that. It's, it's tough because as great as you are, you have to have help from your other guys. You can't just go out there and do it yourself. But, I, I mean, it's tough for me. Because I, I, I do agree. As I said, I do agree. You, Kevin Durant, you're the best player on the team regardless of whoever, is, whoever else is on the squad. Kyrie James, you're the best player on the team. So you got to show up. You got to show up at home. You got to show up. And at least give yourself a chance to push this to seven games. James Harden playing makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. And the reason why I say that is because he is not healthy. You say he had three points, if I'm not mistaken. Is not healthy. And he has a hamstring injury. This is not like this is not a shoulder. This is not a hand. This is not a calf. This is a hamstring. Where if he's out there and he tweaks his hamstring anymore hurts it any more than it already is, you might not see him for the rest of the playoffs. He's done. He he will be done. You might not <laughs> see him for the rest of the playoffs. So I under, them playing James Harden shows me the urgency and the worry that they have of not winning this series without one or the other, without Kyrie or James on the court with Kevin Durant. They are worried, and rarely so. Rightfully so. They should be worried. But to rush James Harden back from a hamstring doesn't, doesn't make sense to me because the ultimate goal is to win the championship. And now if he hurts his hamstring even worse, you run the risk of not even pulling that off. You run the risk of possibly not even making it to, to the finals if he hurts his hamstring even more than it already is. So, like you say, it's an eight-point game right now uh, in the middle, well, not the middle of the third quarter, but uh, four and a half minutes left in the third quarter. So, it's a lot of basketball left to be played. And the Brooklyn Nets have been going on a run since you know, earlier in this quarter. But, uh, KD has he's he's got to he's got to turn it up. KD has got to turn it up, and he's got to be the guy that I believe, and a lot of other people believe he is, which is one of, if not the best player in the game right now. KD has got to figure it out. He's got to be able to will his team to get a victory tonight, and give his boys a chance to get back healthy. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, you know, they 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 all came here together. They is, you know, the big three, the big three of Harden, KD, and, and Kyrie. Coming together, you know, 
because they obviously felt like at their previous spots, whether it was, you know, Houston, uh, OKC, Golden State, Boston, Cleveland, you know, they, they felt like they didn't have enough help. It wasn't a winning – wasn't a winning winning culture there enough for them to get them a championship or anything like that. And it's not like that KD hasn't been the number one guy before, hasn't been the leader before on his team before. Um, and, you know, no one's asking him to be like, you know, the rah-rah, like, hello, us up, coach us up type leader. But, you know, t- tonight right now is, you know, is where he got to show if he really got that leadership role in him. And it doesn't, like I said, it don't even have to be about really trying to talk or coach anybody up. You know, that's that's not his thing. We know he wants, he just want to go out there and hoop. Well, you know, tonight he just can't go for 30 and not have anybody else involved, you know, in which he's trying. I think he's got six, seven assists right now. Um, I want to say he already got like over 10 rebounds. Yeah, he's got 13, 14 rebounds. So, I mean, He's nearing a triple-double, so he's doing what he's supposed to do. Um, it does help that Jeff Green got 24 points off the bench for him right now. And like you said, they all on the run. He's hooping. He's hooping for sure because Harden one for eight, dog. So he, he pretty much out there on one leg, and and, and, and he ain't going to be able to do it tonight. So if they can get it done, and they, they, they're closing the gap now. It's just a seven-point game, so – they 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 trying to make this run at it. Um, it'd be interesting to see. So if he can get this one, I think if he can get this one and 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 they get it together, then they still may be able to come out of this. Uh, because now for Milwaukee, if the if the Nets end up winning this game tonight, come back and winning this game tonight. How much will that, like, in a way, I don't want to say shake up their confidence, but definitely push their anxiety up, like, on 10? Because, honestly, let's just be real. Like I said, there's Harden out here on one leg. I mean, Katie's doing what he can, but I'm pretty sure no one saw Jeff Green coming out doing doing what he's doing. But nobody else is really doing anything. Joe, Joe Harris is struggling from the field, two for 10 right now. Um, nobody else is really doing any other scoring besides Jeff Green and Blake Griffin. Um, if Brooklyn still comes out on top and they come away and, and, and come back and win this game, are the Bucks in trouble? They could be, but I still think they win game six at home. Mm. I still think they will win game six at home. I think regardless of if they lose tonight, I would still pick them to win game six. I think in that in that stadium, in that arena, I think they still find a way to win that game with that uh with that crowd being in attendance and everybody outside, I think they ride the emotion and ride the wave and and being and and knowing that elimination is at your doorstep. I think they find a way to play play desperate, play with an extra chip on their shoulder and find a way to win that game. Coming back to Brooklyn would be tough. Yeah. I would have to give the edge to Brooklyn coming back and playing a game seven in Brooklyn. But 
I would still give Milwaukee the upper hand to win to win Game Six. Now it's dangerous. It's dangerous for sure because Kevin Durant has been there, done that, and he might say, "Okay, yeah, we ending all this. We ending all this Game Six. I'm not. Uh, uh-uh. we ain't coming back for a Game Seven. I'm not having any of it." And the game that Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith were talking about, uh, they needed KD to, to to have. He could have it in Game Six if they were to win tonight. So there's definitely. Uh, should be a little worry if they were to, if the Bucks were to lose tonight, but I, I would still pick them to win Game Six. Yeah, hey, hey, but you know what's so crazy, man? Me, we were talking. Me, and you on the last episode, we were talking. You know, giving our predictions on this series, and we kept saying that like you know we was we were still thinking that the Nets could pull it off but it wouldn't be surprised if this one six or seven. And when they went up two oh, folks was clowning us in that group chat, dog. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. They was they was clowning us in the group chat. And don't get me wrong, like it was looking like ah oh, dang, these folks are gonna make us look like we crazy. But yeah, you know, the fact that Milwaukee came back and you know they made this a series and now, you know, if they get this done tonight they 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 won they won win away from getting back into the Eastern Conference Finals like they were a couple of years ago. Um, so th- this is a pivotal rest of this third quarter and going to the fourth quarter, man. It's gonna be this is gonna tell a lot to see what happens within these next couple games, a game or so in this series for sure. Uh, it's it's just it's, it's very critical, man. And that's that's what you love about playoff basketball, man. Like for real, it doesn't really matter, you know, the injuries and. Everyone, you know what they got to deal with, but it's 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 just that that time of the year, man. It gets real crucial around this time, man, because folks are getting they're getting closer and closer to the goal that they set back out, you know, in September, October, uh, yeah. you know, on what they wanted to get to, get closer to. So, as my little one over here keeps pulling on my beard as I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but man, it's been another great episode, man. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap this thing up for sure. Cause like I, this, this, this third quarter and fourth quarter getting crazy for sure. All right, yeah. so it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. So we need to go ahead and get ready for that. Uh, man, anything you gotta say, bro? Any shout outs? Any, anything you gotta say to the people out here? Lord have mercy. Giannis is and one. Um, Lord. Hey. Yeah, same shout outs, man. Same shout outs. But hold on, before before we do that, uh pick pick these games tomorrow, man. Uh Ooh, okay. Okay. All um, six is man. Game five, who you got? Uh mm, I'm a I'm a I'm a it's in Philly. Uh I don't know if MB gonna have a game like that again. I think he gonna. I think they gonna. They gonna look back at the film and realize like what they did wrong, and try not to make the mistake again. I think Game Five is gonna go to Philly, but I, but I think Hawks get Game Six and it's gonna go seven. Okay, 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 okay. I'm rolling with the Hawks. I think we can figure it out and win another game on that floor. So I'm gonna go with the Hawks. I'm gonna go with the Hawks. I think that give. I think game four gave 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 the guys a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. All right. Now what about Jazz Clippers? Jazz Clippers. Game five back in Utah. 
Who you got? Ah, uh, man. I don't know. It, it looked like the Clippers got their stride, bro. But I, we also said this last round, too, when they tied it up back at two after taking Dallas, and we thought that they found their stride. It looked like, they was, it looked like Dallas wasn't going to win another game, and then Luka went crazy in game five. So, yep. and, and they took that. Um, Man. Like I said, I, man, Utah missing Mike Conley is hurting them right now. Um, but I, I can't, I can't see the, I can't see the Clippers beating them in Utah right now. And okay. that home, that home court is crazy, bro. That home court in Utah is crazy. I mean, in in many ways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we ain't got to go into all that. We, yeah, we ain't gonna go into all that. But uh, I, I, I think Utah pull it out at home, man, just because that that home court is crazy, bro. And, and I don't know the the. Yeah. The Clippers is just – we just don't know which Clipper team we're going to get. Like, is Paul George and Kawhi going to get 30-plus again like they did last night? I don't know because they haven't done it that often. So, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to say. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Utah. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm going to roll with Utah as well. I'm going to go with Utah as well. I think that um, Donovan Mitchell is behind the crowd with the crowd and being home and everything like that. I think they'll be more energized. I think that they'll be inspired to come out and play. I think Dolphin Mitchell is going to have a crazy game, crazy game tomorrow night. So yeah, I got, I got Utah winning tomorrow as well. Um, but sure. back to the shoutouts, I was always shout out to the man above Lord for allowing us to come together and do another episode. Shout out to uh, my friends and family everywhere. Um, love you guys. Always uh, continue to stay safe um, in whatever aspect, you know, that it is just with the pandemic and everything like that. And just in general, continue, uh, continue to stay safe and um, keep your heads about yourself and everything like that. Continue to strive for greatness. Continue to search and search for your purpose and your meaning for being on this earth. And once you find that purpose, do everything you can to fulfill it to the best of your abilities. That's it, man. That's it. Sir, yes, sir, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Shout out, shout out to big man upstairs. Of course, without him, none of this is possible. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody back home in Memphis. Shout out to the little one, Naomi, who is grabbing my lip right now. Um, I don't know how I'm able to talk because she she got a mean grip right now. Can you let go of my lip, baby? No? You're not going to do it? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, shout out, shout out to Naomi. Shout out to my, my other my other woman in my life, my lady in my life. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Protect yourselves. You know, yeah. It might not seem like it, but we're still out here in the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, if you're vaccinated, that's cool. Go get vaccinated. If you want to go get vaccinated, it's your choice. We're not going to hate you for that. But, you know, still always just protect yourselves out here. Um, man, uh, it's, it's getting hot outside. You know, make sure y'all, you know, staying cool, man, staying hydrated. 
uh, summertime is, is around the way. Uh, man, by the time it's probably come out, yeah, it's going to be happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there um, that's coming up. Definitely happy Father's uh, Day. Yeah. Definitely happy Father's Happy Father's Day to you, my God. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, e- sir. Easy money. Yes, sir. Easy money, son. Happy Father's Day to you. Now, happy Father's Day to, to fathers, okay? <laughs> oh, right. see, let, you let, go and see. You. All right, I'll, I'll go. Let, the father, let the fathers have this day, okay? Now, this, hey. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to just leave it at that. I ain't, ain't going to go no further, man. I'm telling oh, you, dog, Lord, I, Lord, I, Lord. I had, bro, I had to get off social for a couple of days because, dog, they been they was going crazy on the on the daddies, bro. Like, I was like, man, my first father's day coming up, bro. This too much negativity on this. It's different for you, you. You're on the other side of it now, so that's why it's a little different. You're like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Panda, hold on. You feel me? Yeah. Let, let, like, I want to be a let, let me, yeah, let me do. <laughs> Let me get. Let me do what I need to do, y'all. Hold on. Oh, what's what y'all got going on? So, yeah, I understand. I, I understand. I'm like, dog. Is this what I gotta get used to? This is crazy. But anyway, man, yeah. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, man. For sure. You know, what I'm saying that they, they love and take care of their kids, man. For sure. Um, man. All right, yeah. Love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. You know, definitely, like I said, summertime is heating up out here, man. You know, pool parties probably going to be going on because, you know, everybody back outside and everything like that. But, you know, we got to you got to protect yourselves, man. And, 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 you know, if they ain't going with it, they ain't going for it. They ain't going for it. Leave it alone. Uh, shout out. Shout out to. Uh, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> Man, uh, listen and subscribe to the podcast, man. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, wherever you uh, can listen to your podcast, man. Tell your mama now, tell your auntie now, you know, spread the word. Yeah, tell them, say, 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 spread the word. You know, keep listening. For those that's listening, man, we appreciate you. Um, keep listening, you know, spread spread it out to once amongst one another, man, to your people. Um, and just... Have a have a good time. You grabbing the mic. You you got something to say? You gonna say something? You just can't grab the mic. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, man. Uh, be sure to listen and subscribe for sure, man. As this episode gets dropped here, um, another great episode in the books, man. And this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.